Hi, Esther. Hi, Holly. How are you? I have already had a panic attack today. Uh-oh, that's not good. <laughs> no. What My husband decided to take pictures of our lovely little snakes, and he really loves my setup, like my little taro desk setup. And so he used that, but some things in the pictures were also a bit on the witchy side. So oh, no. he then posted them to Instagram where everyone can see them. Which I guess only matters because that's not a pseudonym yes. <laughs> account and your family follows Yes, him. exactly. Yes. Yes, exactly. Well, so I oops. freaked out just a little bit. Oh, no. But it's okay now, kind of, because there wasn't, <laughs> there wasn't anything that was, like, obvious. And oh, yeah. So, I'm looking at like, them now. You can kind of see the good tarot back. Yeah, the backs. And so I decided if anyone asks, it's going to be like a positive affirmation to go with <laughs> my meditations. Or, girl, you live like 6,000 miles from them. You could just tell them. I know. It's true. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. But it's just. Or they might not even notice. Yeah. Maybe. Or like some, like our friend Anna said, like it's a really fancy Uno deck. Like. <laughs> The hundredth anniversary of Uno. <laughs> really, really. Oh my god! Stuff. Why don't they do that? They should totally they make really like should. incredibly ornate Uno decks and stuff for anniversary edition. What if they treated card games like that, like gilt edges? Yes. Why, why don't they I, have? Well, okay. So they do have playing cards. Like what? what what's that playing card um, maker? They make really fancy ones. Like oh, here in they? Korea, they're super. They're super fancy, and no. like so expensive. So playing cards are like that, but I just like, now you're gonna make me develop a new card buying habit, and I'm gonna never forgive well, you for it. Well, <laughs> cardomancy is a real thing, so I feel That's like true. give me all of the gold playing card decks. I know that'd be so fancy. <laughs> like you're playing poker with like gold cards that are like yeah. Amazing. I mean, I guess they also make them in all different sizes, so you could get giant gold actual playing cards, and then just have him start styling the snake with those. That's oh, that's true. <laughs> just having playing cards and, and then everyone will think I have like a poker playing addiction. Yeah. So then it's, so then <laughs> that's it's better than, it's than just spiritual better. and like personal development. <laughs> no, don't worry you guys. I'm not dabbling in the occult. It's that I have a serious gambling problem. <laughs> Which is sadly like more acceptable in a way because then I can give like a 10th of that money to the church. So yeah, there it you works go. Out Tithing. Way. Perfect. <laughs> Well, I guess it's my turn to do card of the day. Do you, do you hear my voice drop when I say that? I did hear your voice drop. <laughs> but also, I heard Dooney because he's all by my feet and he's like, why are you talking on the phone to Aunt Holly? Why aren't you paying yeah, attention to me? Yeah, what's going on over there? <laughs> yeah, the only reason I'm nervous, I actually am over. I ha- I'm over the fear of doing card of the day Yay. generally. Good, good, good. Um, because somebody brought up a good point in the Facebook group that was like, you don't have to do a card of the day if it makes you anxious. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh that's yeah. true. <laughs> I guess it is our podcast. <laughs> but... 
Then I realized that the reason that it was making me anxious was because I kept like assigning myself this task and really stressful weeks at work. And I was like, it's always just going to be the nine of swords or something that calls me out on my baloney. So, and I did it yet again. Yet again. This is a very stressful week at work and I am pulling the card well, of the day. Just know that but... in the future you can assign it to me and I can have two weeks in a row and it's totally fine. So <laughs> that's true. We get to make the rules. Esther. I know. I don't know what it's my okay. Just say. Is. Had a really hard week. Can I? Can you draw the card? Yeah, exactly. Because I will have nothing good to come out of it, and I got the Queen of Wands, Ooh. which I am fine with. Good job! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> That's been my card recently. Well, yeah, and it is you because I'm using Everyday Witch, and she's literally with a dragon, she and has you're a dragon. our Queen of Dragons with all of your reptiles. Oh. She's so, like, fierce. I see her as, like, the fiery, like, I mean, of course she's a wand. But she's, like, the the hot-headed, like, (laughs) okay, so the toxic way I would explain her is, like, the mom at the grocery store kind of, like, demanding and stuff like that. No, girl, don't put that out there. No, I'm just saying, like, the the negative aspect of her. Yeah. Like, she's very, like, she knows what she wants and she'll do anything to get it. Well, but also it's just about, like, getting things done and, like, not focusing on, like, the emotional side of things. Just like, all right, we have a task at hand. So I think that for a part of the day, it's being, like, emulate that goal instead of being, like, oh, God, in, what, three hours you'll be at work and Mm -hmm. students are going to be upset because they can't get into the classes that they want and, like, cut that part of your brain off, the emotional, like, reactionary side and just say, like, we, I get to spend the next hour talking to you and Queen of Wandsing, and it's going to be so fun. Yeah, because she is the party girl. I feel like she's the party. People yeah. come to her house for the party. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. And the, the Queen of Pentacles just follows her around <laughs> picking stuff up and, like, writing things that she's knocked over. <laughs> and then the Queen of Cups is crying in the bathroom, and the Queen of Swords is like, girl, get a grip. <laughs> That'd be the most hilarious house party, like the Real Housewives of Taro. Um, like... Yeah, of all of the all of the court cards. Oh my god, that would be actually that could be a really fun thing to explore to help people remember court cards more That's easily. True. Like now we have the queens done. <laughs> move on to the other signs that's later. true other, mm, other signs other cards other signs. yeah we can uh we can explore that in depth hmm so we have some updates yeah fun updates we are doing a taro trade in our facebook group so yeah. we are so thankful that gaia has taken that under her belt and we have like a whole form and it is international so maybe you'll get a deck from me or many we have like tons of international listeners. i know so, i was so like, surprised when like, that thread started and everyone's like oh i'm in europe i was like it's not just my aunt and my sister know, listening to us i know so i was like <laughs> oh my gosh we have more than just me and one other person in europe wow like so yeah I would. I kind of felt like like we were big girls now. Yeah, so. exactly. We <laughs> have like a big fan. girls. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we're doing a taro trade. So yeah. look us up on Facebook. Sign up. Trade, trade, trade. Totally. And also the cool thing about it is that it's not like a white elephant style trade. It's really that you get to suggest things like here's kind of what I'm looking for. Here's my dream deck. Here's what I have. So it's not just like sending random stuff to people. Yes. I love that. Because you kind of know what to expect and you can get excited. So yeah, join us to do that. (coughs) Oh God, sorry. Holly's dying. It's okay. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just like, She just drank moonshine. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) What if the whole time all of my mason jars full of water were just actually moonshine? (laughs) 
It's like not even 6 a.m. Wait, wait, wait. and I'm just drinking Question. a jug of moonshine. Is it called moonshine because it's left out in the moon, just like moon water? Is it like... No. I mean, maybe. maybe? Is it like... That... Is it kind of witchy? Is moonshine kind of witchy? Like, Well, it is because anything you're distilling feels witchy to me. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Just the entomology but of that. But also you can call was... it hooch, which I doubt is as witchy. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the rum runners in my family called it. Uh, anyway, okay. So then we also have another update. This this is like such a minor one, but I thought it was really hilarious. Uh, last week we did the question for our friend um, about if she should tell this guy that she'd known for a really long time if she liked him. And we kept getting all of these swords, like yes. a lot of swords. It was ridiculous. And then she was like, yeah, I mean, I guess it would be kind of awkward because he's my acupuncturist. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> that is so ironic. Well, and I thought it was funny because we, we pulled the six of pentacles and it's like she's she's paying him for his services i was like <laughs> yeah, oh come exactly. on <laughs> there's so many swords there's so much like unequal footing almost yes. and it's like oh he is an acupuncturist so that explains the swords yes yes and also you're a client of his so that explains Plains. the pentacles <laughs> i was like so man that really cracked us that's up. why it's nice to have like live readings to get that feedback too but yeah no, but exactly. it's so nice that she messaged us to update us immediately so yeah, yeah. and if you if your question gets answered and you want to update us on what ended up happening we love that oh, information yeah. it's super fun to kind of know what's going on exactly uh, and then our other update is that and this is also kind of facebook related yeah our friend jen and our facebook group is putting together a tarot deck mm-hmm. so cool and it's called Le Beaumont Tarot Mm -hmm. and it's all using fashion plates from this like fashion repository magazine thing from I guess the seven the 1850s 1840s yeah some sort of like the regency yeah regency yeah and it is so cool and she's been sending me like uh updates about what it looks like because i'm a really good pep talker if you're working on a project (laughs) and you need somebody to just gush over everything you do i can be your girl she's amazing she's the best cheerleader ever she's been updating me with like what she's been doing and it's just completely incredible every single card that she's done all the majors are so interesting and cute and like i just love them so thoughtful like i did not expect it to be so thoughtful with like the materials she has but they are like so thoughtful even like the court cards and the way she's labeling the court cards is just amazing right so instead of having king queen page and knight she's doing uh i'm gonna mess this up dowager duchess blue stocking and debutante yes yes and so it's kind of like if you so i i mean i just am so obsessed with it but anyway i think you should definitely give her a follow this is my own little plugging of our friend it's swing n sparrow tarot on instagram s-w-i-n-g-n-s-p-a-r-r-o-w tarot and you can see kind of her progress and what she's doing and i think she's gonna do a kickstarter for it and stuff but this feels like our first wildling deck i know like it's just so amazing oh it's so i love awesome. followers they're amazing yeah so i'm so excited about her doing this and i think that everyone should at least check her out oh, definitely. Um, i know that I'm going to be following it closely because it's a combination of a lot of my interests. (laughs) So even in the minors, um, she split the suits into interesting things. So reticules are like the old school purses and they're all pentacles. The umbrellas are cups or cups are umbrellas, I guess is the more accurate thing to say. Candelabras are wands. Yes. Because of the fire. Yes. yes. <laughs> and then the fans are swords because of air. And so it's like these, she did a really good, cute job of aligning things. Mm-hmm. 
in like interesting ways. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to be amazing. I can't wait to like have it in person. Yeah. I'm so looking forward yes. to it. And then the backs are like a cool vintage or not vintage, I guess. Antique. Antique. Yeah. When's the cutoff for vintage versus antique? <laughs> I think vintage is like 1930s on maybe. That's, okay, that's what so, I would say. <laughs> I like it. So antique fabric from that era yeah. is the back. So it's, it's really awesome. And you know, wildlings supporting wildlings. If you want to check out her Instagram, I think that would be a great idea. Yeah. Woohoo. Okay, so our first question today, we have two that are from the same person that are split into two yeah. different questions, but they're two very different questions, so we won't yes, be confused. super different. Super different. So both our questions this week comes from our friend Katie, and that is not Holly's sister Katie. Nope. Not her sister. Different whole Katie. <laughs> there's there's a different Katie in the world? So. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the most common name of anyone born in 1988 to 1995, and yet I'm still like, yeah, but this one isn't, isn't my, my sister. Ka- <laughs> this isn't my Katie. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so Katie's first question is about house buying. She asks, my partner and I are trying to buy a house. We've been looking for months. The market is crazy and we're picky, so we haven't found the right place yet. What I want to ask is when the hell we'll find our house. What I will actually ask is what do I need to know about the energy surrounding our house search? <laughs> I love that she knows. I know. She's she like, knows. when the hell is this happening? <laughs> we could do that too. That's true. So we need to know the energy, energy about the surrounding house. Surrounding house buying. Okay. But I feel like we need to do the energy like the, she has, but also the energy that maybe she's going oh, to yeah. face because it's just not she and her partner it makes any sense yeah that's the that's the hard part about house buying is that there's so many moving parts yeah all right so do you want to pull cards for what her energy is and then i'll pull cards for what the process energy is yes yes let's do that i'll pull two cards and then okay. if you double my ante i'm gonna kick your butt <laughs> <laughs> i'll try to control myself okay so for energy i have the nine of cups, or actually, according to Antique Anatomy, the, the nine of elixirs, oh. and the seven of coins. So I feel like it's that you're ready to settle, that you're at this process that you've done your work, and you just kind of want to get the job done and be settled. So that's kind of what the nine of cups and seven is for your energy. Seven yeah. Handles. Uh, okay, and then for energy surrounding the search, I got the Hierophant and the King of Wands. Okay. So I feel like it's maybe because the Hierophant is like, in this context, I'm just going to lean really hard into the teacher sort of element mm-hmm. of it. I think that it might be saying that there's like kind of a disconnect between nobody wanting to be the one making a decision. Like you're trying to sort of like be accessible to everything, mm-hmm. like take in information from others, like that sort of Hierophant energy. But then the King of Wands is way more action oriented. Yeah. So the Hierophant is like, almost freezing you with an overwhelming amount of information. And the King of Wands is like about that kind of momentum Mm -hmm. and like, you know, making decisions and being strong. And so I think that finding a way to balance that, like trying to understand every aspect of everything, uh, paralyzation that happens, Mm -hmm. paralyzation, is that a word? Who knows? We've made it one. It's okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> trying to find a balance between that energy of like, oh my gosh, there's so much to learn. There's so many things to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. There's so many different routes to go or people to listen to. Like the house buying process involves a lot of higher fonts because your real estate agent is a higher font. Your mortgage agent is a higher font. Like your parents, if they've bought a house before, can be higher fonts. Right, like, right. Any of your friends, like everybody's trying to hire font the crap out of you <laughs> when you're going through an experience like that. Right. And so making it more about like developing your personal strength and that king of wands energy rather than being the recipient of all of these opinions would be the way to kind of like move forward in the house buying process. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. It's just embracing that where the Hierophant energy has frozen you in this place and the king of wands is like, go, go, go. You don't need to be frozen here. Keep going. Go, go, go. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of, I mean through word vomit talking about the higher font, I think that it's kind of saying to like, stop looking for the higher font. That's going to be the person to tell you exactly what to do. Right. And start trusting your gut and kind of moving forward with more strength. Do this we, question, do we so want do we want to draw about cards to... about what she can do to embrace the key? Yeah, girl. <laughs> Jinx. We're like, okay, so now we're moving this. forward with strength. It's almost like we have a, like a, a method. I know. That we I know. We kind of, I mean, we kind of do. <laughs> So yeah, people kind of, I mean, I feel like if you really don't want to wait for us to do your tar reading, just do it yourself with our spread. Here it uh, is. But we really like doing them. Oh, so even do. if you do, send us what you get. Yeah, so send us what you get. Exactly. So we can talk about it and be God. like, oh yeah, this is totally right. Don't take away all of our questions, <laughs> Esther. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. It's a hint. We t- So typically we do like your energy, the energy of the situation and how to move forward. Yeah. That's just the way we roll. Yeah. Energy do or energy to- obstacle and how to go forward. Yeah. Yeah, the middle can change depending on what you need. All right. So I pulled the page of wands, which is freaking great with the king of wands being the kind of like the energy that you need to emulate. And I got the three of wands, which of course is like the act of planning. Like you need to do stuff. You've already planned enough. You need to execute it. Yeah, and so I, and the, I think that the three wands, especially with and the look page how many of wands, wands we have. Like, we have three wands, I know. like four, three wands. Yeah, Katie, you need to get a move. <laughs> <laughs> no, that sounds so stressful, but I think it's like more about the confidence level. Yeah, like, I think so. You need to like go forward thinking. You know, we know what we're doing, even though we're picky. You know, these are things that we can handle, yeah. like rather than trying to find something that's maybe like already perfect. And go and explore, As- and it's okay to be curious and do that because the page of yeah. wands is exploratory. And embracing that that three of wands too, that leads to more like confidence in your decision, like the king of wands. So yeah, totally. Yeah. And I happen to know, I'm like pretty sure that Katie lives in Portland. I went to college with Katie. Oh, hey Katie. Um, (laughs) I think that if she's in Portland, that's like a huge problem there because the real estate market is insane. And mm-hmm. a lot of the houses just because of like moisture and stuff, oh my gosh. <laughs> it rains so much there are not going to be just perfect, perfect places. Mm-hmm. So I think exploring the, using the page of wands and the three of wands energy to sort of explore like areas that you might be able to like with confidence get through, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. that would probably be a really good place to begin. Yeah, I think so. So explore and then also increase your confidence because you totally can. I mean, that's the other thing about having the higher font and the king of wands show up is that you've gotten a lot of input. There's been a lot of teachers out there and now it's time to sort of synthesize that and plan on your own. Yeah. And nothing in this indicates like we have like the nine of cups and the seven of pentacles from the, from your energy. Nothing indicates that this is a negative move for you that you should. Yeah, not at all. Because spoiler alert, I did a reading for me doing a new house and I got 
the I got the five of pentacles and the devil. Oh no! So that oh, was basically no. I know. Esther. You did not tell me that. I just that did it today. So, so bad. <laughs> so bad. Like I was like, it's like okay. So if I do it, the house, you know, if we decide to go for a house or something, what did you get? The five of pentacles. I'm like, well, what if we decide anyway to do with it? The devil. I'm like, well, great. Not giving a house this year. So. <laughs> So you did not do, get any of that, Katie. So in contrast to me, oh, you're very, very my good. my God. No kidding. Yeah. And I think that the other thing about, like, the seven of pentacles showing up in your cards is that it is about still being in the mode of growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think that it's expressing that more than, like, a frustration or a block right, or whatever. Right, Like, it's in the process of watching things develop. Yeah. And that they're doing the work, like with the Hierophant, they're listening to their teachers, they're listening to other people. So they're, they're not stagnant in the work it's going on. So yeah, yeah you just need to move totally. forward with it. All these wands just move. Yeah. So many wands <laughs> get a move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then Katie's second question is, do you have any suggestions for letting go of Christian symbolism and cards? You've talked about the Hierophant before, of course, but what about other Rider Waite Smith cards like Judgment or something similar? So the the cards that I think of that have very strong Christian symbolism are um, the High Priestess because of the the tablet she's holding, and of course, like the pillars and stuff is very like weirdly priest. Like it's like the, like a female priest, of course, cause she was a papist in the old versions. Um, yeah. so that's one card, the lovers, just because the angel above them is very like in guard of Eden. So the lovers card, it would be like that. Um, yeah. and then of course, judgment and the hierophant. I'm trying to think of anything else. I think that those are, I think those are the main one. Too. Yeah. So one one of the ways that I've really found it helpful is trying to heal your relationship with those symbols, mm-hmm. first and foremost. I, I guess by healing, I mean realizing that they don't really have any power over you. Mm-hmm. And, like, you don't need to still feel... I mean, it's so much easier said than done, and I don't have the same background that you do, Esther. So you can definitely correct me if I'm wrong. But the second part would be finding a deck that doesn't have them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or just looking at pictures of decks online and researching decks that don't have those sorts of images or rename them or don't use Mm -hmm. sort of the same actual symbols to see the different ways that other people interpret them to leave that part out of the whole equation. Mm -hmm. I think that that helps also because the more, like one of the reasons that we're able to deal with the Hierophant so much more now is that we struggled with it so much and we had to do so many like moments of being like, okay, no, it's more about teaching. Mm-hmm. It's more about like people helping others link to the divine or whatever, rather than being a priest. Right, right. And trying to like find, like read everything you can about that, read other people's opinions, because then when it comes up, your gut feeling won't be, I mean, maybe your gut feeling still will be, but it'll be easier to move past it. Yeah. I think for me, there's still like a sore spot with it because I struggle a lot with like when judgment comes up, there's like the angel and like the, like, so yeah. when I was a kid, like the rapture was a really like terrifying thing to me. I was having panic attacks when I was like seven in church and stuff like that. Oh, sweet Esther. 
Is that what they want? Is that what their goal is? That all children are going to be so scared of it that they'll never do anything bad? Yeah, it's kind of like a very, like a terror, such a terrorizing event that you won't stray from the flock, basically. Oh my goodness. That's how. See, in my church, I like my liberal Episcopalian church growing up didn't even do revelations at all. (laughs) Like we would just skip it, I think. And revelations is very literal. You know, it's, it's, it's imaginative, but it's also literal. And so it's like, anyway, it's kind of. So judgment specifically has is a bit of a problem, but this yeah. my card for the year is judgment. Hey, hey, hey! Practical joke on tarot. <laughs> uh, oh, God damn, that's so crazy. Of course it is. Of course it is. So, I, for me, part of it is denial of the origination of those symbols. So that if that makes any sense, like when I yeah. see judgment, I don't like think, okay, it's a calling life, blah, blah blah, and I don't like look at it like intensely. I don't study those like the RWS deck. I don't some of the cards. I don't like. St- like look at and gaze at and be like, oh, isn't the moon so beautiful? You know, I'd say it with moon, yeah, but like totally. with judgment, I'm like, oh, look at judgment. There's a beautiful angel in coffins, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at those beautiful coffins. <laughs> so, so part of it for me is a denial because it still hurts because there's that, that residual pain, which is I think valid, completely fine. Yeah, yeah I think it's, that's I'm super just, valid. But like you said, my my resolution for that or my kind of, I think it can be redeemed. Because, um, like, in a way, I think Taro can be redeemed because, first of all, it didn't originate with those Christian symbols. Yeah. It, that was not the origination. It originated Taro de Marseille and things like that. Which is still pretty Christian. Yeah, but, but it's, it's a not... a little bit more simplified exactly. than RWS. And, I mean, we have you saw the papist and the pope, but it's not the symbols of judgment coming through. Anyway. So, yeah, totally. Um, so I think that I remind myself that these, that these symbols are timeless and not necessarily specific to Christianity. Well, and the, also not to get too Dan Brown, but a lot of those symbols have been taken from other yeah. earlier Western like cultural traditions, mm-hmm. like the Greeks and Romans and stuff. Yeah. So if you can... <laughs> If like, you can like, sorry, okay. I, for some reason, someone talked me into renting the audiobook of the most recent Dan Brown novel. And so I'm like very <laughs> in that world right now, okay. even though I have, I mean, don't get me wrong. I loved angels and demons when I was a high schooler, but like, I haven't really liked anything by him in so long, but my brain just immediately is like, Ooh, symbology. Yeah, yeah. I get you. <laughs> and I think it's a really like interesting because like, in some ways, when they developed the RWS system, they purposefully put in these Christian symbols so it can be kind of like be subversive. So yeah. I, oh, interesting. Yeah. I like thinking about that more. So I think in that way that helps. It's like a thumbing their nose at the church thing. Yeah. Almost. So yeah. Think about it as like a really sarcastic, <laughs> snarky asshole being like, yeah, fucking judgment. <laughs> I mean, this is like the golden doll we're talking about. So, I mean. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so I think part of it is that, is like realizing these, that these symbols aren't specific from a pope or from yeah, but Christianity. Also, and also just working with it more right. and more so yeah. that you can have all of these other touch points yeah. in your brain other than just the super, super Christian yeah. symbols. And I think it can be like Taro can be redeemed through using decks that have no like flashbacks of i mean you have like yeah um doreen virtue that her you know but for the most part decks have moved from that to a different place so like today i'm using antique anatomy and that 
you know, there's, I think on the judgment card itself that has like the Latin referring back to the Bible verse, but if Holly hadn't yeah. researched that, I wouldn't know it. And so, yeah. you know, so there are like tons of decks in the deck that we're going through today has no, like, it's very inclusive. And we'll like do our whole normal intro about the deck, but just as a transition, the judgment card for next world tarot is a, a person who is like watching uh, some revolutionary things oh, take yeah. place and it's sort of implied that they're being really inspired by this mm-hmm. to kind of take up the mantle and continue that fight also. Yeah. Which this whole deck is kind of about that. Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense. But, and I just do want to say, because not everyone collects decks the way that we do. And some <laughs> people just like only want a couple or only can have a couple. You don't have to use the decks that use judgment and or other symbols and judgment, but read about them at least yeah like find some good blogs find some you know facebook groups or whatever and talk to people about those issues because you're definitely not alone in struggling with that and i know that when esther first joined one of the facebook groups that one of my friends has um there were a lot of really fruitful conversations where other people got a lot out of esther and esther got a lot out of other people because a lot of people have that gut reaction and that experience. And I know that even in our Facebook group, there are other people who are like, I totally relate to Esther on this. Yeah. And there's lots of people healing from religious trauma. So you're definitely yeah. like not alone. And it, and it doesn't even have to be like Christian trauma. It can just be that, you know, or even that you were in church, but that other people have like just these symbols because you've been oppressed by Christians that these symbols yeah, like totally. tr- are very triggering. So I completely get that. And there's you yeah. come to our Facebook group. We can talk about it. We can hash it out because we all hate the Hierophant. So it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate it anymore. I really, I don't really more. either. Actually, one of my yeah. favorite cards from this deck is That's true. their Hierophant version. Yeah. But that is because this deck is really intentionally mm-hmm. sort of subversive. changing. Yeah. It's changing the conversation and changing yeah. the symbols to a point where it's like, you know what? We, we are, in being intentional in changing this because the old ways doesn't work for us anymore. It's not exactly. relevant anymore. Exactly. So a quick disclaimer, I don't know where I saw that this deck was a toth based deck. It definitely <laughs> isn't. So we're going to save all of the research that Esther did about that for a later episode where we actually do a toth based deck. <laughs> Um, I did a lot of research about how to pronounce it just because people it's like, there's the so thing. many, yeah, it's it's kind of like one of those hard things because it's based on an Egyptian god yeah. and hieroglyphs don't have vowels. So it's like basically everyone's best estimation. Typically, people go with tote or toth, but I've also heard toth or thoth even. Yeah. <laughs> it's all just the same five letters. And really, it's really just three letters used several times. But I'm going to say Toth, even though that's not even relevant because it's not a Toth-based deck. The only thing that's similar is that Toth decks have astrological correspondences written on the cards as well as keywords for the minor arcana. And this deck has those as well. Yeah, which is really helpful, I think, in some ways. So, yeah. It's cool, especially because this deck is so big and so variant from RWS in a lot of ways that it's nice for the Minor Arcana cards to have 
sort of a little bit of uh, clarification. Mm -hmm. So you don't always have to use the book. Yeah. But yeah, let's talk about the deck and then we can get into that when we start doing the parameters. So the next world tarot was originally created by a musician and artist named Christy road via Kickstarter in 2015. She'd been working Mm -hmm. on it for like a lot of years before that. The creator says, Featuring body outlaws, endangered cultures, and anti-colonial belief systems, the Next World Tarot envisions a world where justice relies on respect and revolutionary love. The Fool's Journey is about smashing systematic oppression, owning their truths, being accountable to the people and places that support them, and taking back the connection to their body that may have been lost through trauma or societal brainwashing. The Next World Tarot is a visual spectacle of both the battle cry and the reconnection between outcasts and their criminalized identities. Um, And so this goes, I mean, even just in that, you can see that this is going to be one of the more diverse decks that we've ever talked about. It's kind of used as a touch point for a lot of like what you can do with diversity Mm -hmm. in tarot decks. Um, She says that 68 of the 78 cards have portraits of people of color that are in her life and that all of the adults portrayed in the decks identify as queer. So she's using people in her community as models for these. And a lot of them are uh, totally anonymous, like just, you know, people that she knows. But some of them are recognizable as some activists who are out in the community, including an activist who's on the Revolution card. And the Revolution card is in place of the Tower, which is so mm-hmm. badass. Because yes. I love that sort of like destructuring. Mm-hmm like revolution you're really tearing shit apart and stuff like that so that's really cool and then other card renamings that she's done um are the teacher in place of the emperor which i didn't realize i thought that that i mean usually the teacher is the hierophant in other yeah and i would naturally think that Mm -hmm. a lot of the times but i like it in the place of the emperor a lot because then the messenger becomes the hierophant Mm -hmm. which i I love that yeah yeah um, and then suspension instead of the hanged man. So there's a couple of card renamings and it's just like, it's a really visceral deck, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Because at first when I saw this deck, when it was on Kickstarter or whenever like the second Kickstarter or something came around. Yeah. Cause this is, I think the third edition. Yeah. We'll transition into general impressions and vibes. I did not enjoy <laughs> the grunginess to it. Like, the grunginess yeah. was a very much off-put to me. Like, I love the people of color. I love the body diversity. I love the diversity of the queer people. But the trash and the grunginess was just it's off-putting. kind of post-apocalyptic. Very much, like, yeah. Not post-apocalyptic, even. It's definitely apocalyptic. Yes, like, yeah. It's happening in the moment. In yeah, the yeah. <laughs> definitely. And so that, to me, was very, like, I just did, I was just like, Ugh, why do I want this deck? But as you get to see the deck more and know the deck more, all the bright colors sort of balance that. All the keywords are yeah. so good where it, it balances that grungy feel. Right. Well, and I think part of it also is that just like a very, very general impression is that the cards are freaking huge. Yes. Like they are the size of my face. Like seriously. <laughs> I, I, they are I listeners. I just saw they're the size of face. <laughs> yeah. They're gigantic, gigantic cards. And also the cardstock is kind of thin. And so I don't think you could really... I mean, I'm sure that people do. You would need a lot of space to spread 
spread out to read these in a big spread. Okay. I think that the reason that the cards are so huge is because the art is really detailed. Mm -hmm. And so it's better as like meditating on one card for me. Okay. Rather than trying to use it in a big giant spread because the cards themselves are really huge. They don't shuffle super easily because of their size. Okay. So I think that if you were doing a big spread and you were seeing all of them seeing many, many, many at a time, I think that the grunginess and the griminess and sort of that intentional stuff would feel way more overwhelming. Okay. But when you're using it one card at a time, you're seeing all of these like nuances or little bright spots mm-hmm. or, you know, like like moments of really exciting tension okay, or whatever yeah. in the artwork where you're like, yes, like, oh my God, this is so great. And it feels really revolutionary. So I think that I get why people are not drawn to it, mm-hmm. but I do think that generally when I've pulled readings for it, it makes me feel really empowered. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really important deck. And I think that the cards themselves are just really cool. There are some where I'm like, no, I would like, I would never want that to be a card that I was meditating on, but there are a lot that I was like, these are really badass. Yeah. And I don't have the deck yet. For me, it's not available in Korea as of this moment. Hopefully it'll be oh, soon yeah. since it went mass market. So hopefully soon it'll be available. And for me, this is a very important deck to have because of the diversity alone. I think this yeah, is, totally. is such an important deck for us to support as a community and for us to give to other people and tell people about. So I think it's, yeah, it's one totally. of the few, I think one of the few decks that are mass market that is so inclusive. It's available on Amazon, but it's still a really small publisher. Yeah. So I, think well, I know it's, it's like in Barnes and of... Nobles now. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, never mind. Just yeah. kidding. I first thought, cause I thought, I guess I just don't know how big this publisher is sprocket or whatever. They do a lot of uh, graphic novels, silver sprocket. They do a lot of graphic novels and stuff. Yeah. Cause I, cause I could order it from the Barnes and Noble website, have it delivered in the store. And then other people have said that they've seen it at Barnes and Noble. So, oh, cool. so I'm like, oh, okay. Right. So anyway, I guess it's truly mass market then. Yeah. yeah. So, but I think that that's like really neat also because it's not the newest deck. It's cool yeah. that this was sort of created during a little bit more of the modern boom of tarot, like at the beginning of the modern boom, but it still feels really, really applicable. I mean, the book has a couple of references to specific people that I had to Google because it was five years ago and oh, we've had a lot of transitions. a lot of stuff, yeah, happened since then. Yeah, just a lot of transitions and like who is actively involved with those communities. And we, I mean, I have to admit that I am a cis hat white woman. And so this deck is not necessarily for me. Like it wasn't created for me. It was definitely created for other people, but I also am fat and that is reflected regularly. Mm -hmm. And that felt good. Even just like that small amount of representation felt really exciting to see. So I think that like, if you care about this stuff, which everyone should, because it's 2019 and Jesus Christ, (laughs) it's a good deck to at least like become familiar with. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this, especially when we read for, for other people who are in these communities, it's important to show them these symbols and not always RWS. That makes any sense. They yeah. need to see or the just, reflection. You know, yeah. An yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Totally. So what kind of readings have you used this for? Like I said, I think it's way better for just drawing a single card to meditate on and to journal about mm-hmm. because of the size. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, I think that the images are so pretty that you really could use them. I mean, not so pretty, I guess. So like striking, striking. Yeah. yeah. That you could use it for doing a big reading but like I said the size just makes that really untenable for a lot of people like I don't have if I had a bigger table I guess I could do a big reading for it but also I think each card deserves a little bit of attention like they all have a lot of layers of you know symbols and interesting like uh, cityscapes and all sorts of different aspects to the card that 
using it more as like a, I need to really sit and think about this kind of deck Mm -hmm. is good because then you're giving justice to the art that it deserves and you're able to like gather the stuff that you want to gather out of it. Yeah. Do you think this would work for like a three card spread, like something small like that? Probably, but I wouldn't, I mean, you wouldn't probably do money more than that. Since I always like pulling additional cards, I would struggle with that. (laughs) I think two, I think two or three cards would be the max. Okay. Okay. Or if you had a ton of time, like if you were sitting down for like a three hour, meditation and journaling session then yeah you could probably do like a, a larger spread but we wouldn't recommend the celtic cross do it this i, I mean it's we in don't, the book she, oh it is really the she book rewrote oh it, yeah for the did, for the book okay wait yeah, is there is there fake lore about the celtic cross in the book or did she no it's just like the tarot spread okay okay i think it's probably i mean i don't know how you would do a celtic cross with this unless you were like <laughs> literally using like an actual dining room table or the floor yeah or the floor <laughs> duh the floor, the floor. Holly, duh. <laughs> What are your favorite cards? So I have a bunch of them. Well, I took out six. Okay. I really love the Three of Cups a lot. Oh, yes. It's an underwater scene with a person who's like sitting on a coral reef, I guess, or on a rock, not a coral reef. That would be bad. (laughs) Sitting um, on coral reef would be really, really pokey. Be super bad. <laughs> but the thing that I love most is, first of all, the person's face is like just so content mm-hmm. and happy. And also, there's a freaking manatee. I friend love the manatee. I love the animals surrounding yeah. them. Yeah. Aww. So I really loved that one because there, yeah, there's a shark, there's a stingray. Uh, there's a manatee, and I just really love manatees. So yeah. That made me super happy. Um, the other minor arcana card that I, or no, I have two more minor arcana cards. Uh, the Eight of Cups is really neat. Oh, that is really neat. Because it feels really empowered, and it's a bike with a bunch of gears mm-hmm. instead of. What is the keyword on it? Because some of the keywords are different than what we would expect. Abandon. Abandon for the Eight of Cups. Ooh, interesting. Abandon is a lot more like bam in your face than like yeah. going away, walking away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But I think that still, even though it says abandon, the image feels more like the way that I like to see mm-hmm. the Eight of Cups of being kind of like, you know, you're free about yeah. you know, moving forward. Yeah. Uh, the Ten of Pentacles is also stunning. It's a really badass person wearing combat boots, tightrope walking with the moon uh, cycles above it's them. It's so gorgeous. Yeah, and it's uh, the keyword is security. And it's also like not just security. It feels like such complete and utter confidence. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I already really like the Ten of Pentacles, but I really like that it's not like a monetary, uh, not an explicitly monetary yes thing yes and i have a friend on instagram who actually has that card in art print form on their wall because they love it so much and i totally would do that too i think that it's so cool so yeah that's the other part is that if you're if you really like these cards you can get them individual then i actually two of the renamed cards are two of my favorite major oh really the messenger is fantastic Mm -hmm. the messenger is the old hierophant yeah the messenger is the hierophant and it is a person kind of like lecturing to a crowd mm-hmm. and they're wearing like a pantsuit and there are people just cheering them on in front of them and it's just like really really cool and I really like that vision of the Hierophant yeah um, because it's so community oriented yes yes um, the teacher I really like and that it's so funny that I thought that that was the Hierophant initially before I looked to see what the correspondences were mm-hmm. because it's so obviously the emperor when you look at the card yeah. it's a person sitting on a stack of books and like basically the same pose of the emperor. Yeah. 
but they're reading and it's like just it's really cool yeah um and i like the idea of the strength coming from education yes i really like that and yeah it's just really neat it's really really pretty and then finally the high priestess card is just really gorgeous person sitting on the beach there's Mm -hmm. an ocean behind them they look very relaxed and it's just, I don't know. I just like when I, the first time I saw this one, I was like, oh, I, I get this card. Mm-hmm. Like this card is really suiting me well. Yeah. And they've got like candles. They're wearing a beaded necklace. There's, they're sitting on a pile of pomegranates. <laughs> so there's some of that same that symbolism, symbolism, but do they have a Ouija board in their hand? No, it's because it looks like they, it's like a planchette that they're holding with their hand. Sorry. Last podcast on the left had an episode about Ouija. So I'm like, is that a Ouija board? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the youtube video that's like the the person reading all the different ways that people spell ouija on like no. uh, yahoo answers it's like <laughs> a ouija board it's really funny if you know what i'm talking about please let me know because i know that i'm not imagining it and it's really really great but it's kind of like all of the different yahoo answers questions about ouija boards where it's just spelled in these bananas ways <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, Hi, Priestess. Is it saying anything about that specific thing? No. Okay. Sorry. Definitely not a Ouija board, though, because there's nothing on it. Okay. Okay. I just didn't know if it was like the original Ouija board. Anyway. No. Yeah, there's not any like letters. And in other areas, she does have stuff written in it. Okay. Okay. Well, my favorite cards, I love the two of your favorites. Are, I have four favorites. Two of yours were f- two of mine. So the High Priestess, oh, nice. I love the High Priestess just be- because everything is lush and esoteric and it's beautiful. So I love that one. Yeah, so good. So, so good. And the colors are just gorgeous. I also put, put the Ten of Pentacles because it's I love the moon cycles there and just the sense of freedom and yeah. loving yourself and being so confident. Like It's weird because I don't usually think about the Ten of Pentacles being about freedom. Yeah. But it is because it's financial freedom. And I like that this is freedom without the financial part. Yeah. It's like almost a carefree freedom. Yes, yes. I love, 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 love that. Um, a different, the different one, you may have to find these in your deck. So the, okay. uh, sorry. So I like the nine of cups. It's like a person who is purple, like a zombie kind of. Oh yeah. And like, they're lusciously like eating, like there's crap all around them. Like it's like a total like garbage dump, but they're, but they're eating and drinking and they're just pleased and happy as a clam basically. And I just enjoy, I'm enjoying that one. I enjoy, I enjoy, yeah. the, enjoy the imagery. I wonder if they are like as supposed to be a zombie. I, I, there are some others like the 10 of swords looked really zombie-ish and terrifying. Yeah. So I don't, maybe there are different types of individuals and people or it's just yeah i'm not sure that's interesting but yeah that's a kind of creepy and crazy card this one's probably the most boring but i think it's like very apt so the eight of pentacles are two people that's standing like in stacks of papers and i feel like that is the most accurate representation of an eight of pentacles because they're just so happy of what they've accomplished in in your job you are just so pleased and what you've finished because you did your best and you're just sitting there posing for the camera and you're happy so i think that's like the best (laughs) like and the the word on it is creation and so i think that is like just one of the best representations of the eight of pentacles i've ever seen because you've perfected your work and look you're like look what i did I'm finished with it. I'm proud of it. So it's like the most like relatable, I should say. The like grounded, relatable card, I feel. 
Yeah, totally. Like on an everyday basis. Because you've been that person. You're like, look at my stack of paper. Yeah. I printed all this crap. So. I did it. Yeah. Now I get to recycle all, all the of paper. this. I don't need to look at it ever again. I know. I know. And it really doesn't even have like an apocalyptic sort of feel to it. Because it's just a bunch of, you know, anyway. So I think I think it was just really interesting. Like card and I loved it. So Nice. So now we get to the part of our show where Holly gets to pull two cards to represent the Yeah, I'm pulling you a card too. And that's what we're going to do as we start branching into decks that only one of us has yes <laughs> if they're not available via an app yes because is we knew this was going to happen eventually i know we'd run out <laughs> well not we've run out we've run out of decks that we both can simultaneously get our hands on i think yeah but we i need to put everything in a spreadsheet because otherwise i'm just looking at all these things going who knows, who, knows? <laughs> who the heck knows yeah exactly all right so Let's do see it's, you can see how hard it is they to are ginormous they're like they're four by huge. six postcards yeah. And somebody was saying that they shuffle, that they can do like a riffle shuffle if they do it diagonally. So for me. Oh, I got the three of cups. Oh. And you, okay, no, this tells me that I'm bad at shuffling because I got the three of cups and you got the eight of cups. And those were two of my favorite cards. Should we try it again? If you want, we can try it again. I'm just, I'm just really bad at shuffling. <laughs> It's not that I'm bad at shuffling. I've decided I'm giving myself some grace this morning. It's that these cards are gigantic. They are. Yeah, they are. Like I said, just throw them on the floor and pick up two cards. <laughs> Much yeah, easier. Exactly. Not... And I have a friend who has like a chronic illness that creates a lot of joint pain. And she's like, I just can't even. Like, yeah. I can't even deal with this deck at all. Yeah. Because of the size. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's try this again. If I get the three of cups again, I would freaking love that. But I don't think I'm going to. Okay. I got the king of cups. Ooh. And you got the Four of Pentacles. Ooh, because I think the Four of Pentacles had a different meaning. Arsenal. Arsenal. That's right. I was like Arsenal, like the like the soccer team, or as yeah, they, our exactly. friends would say, the football team. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that was really cool because it's like the person they're inside this like it looks like an aircraft like sort of thing it's something. And so it's basically, they're me. Tons of technology surrounding them. Cute hair. Totally me. Cute hair. <laughs> The King of Cups is a person in a wheelchair and it's the throne of movement. And I really like that because it's kind of like saying that, I don't know. I just think that it, first of all, it's really cool to see somebody in a wheelchair represented on a tarot mm-hmm. card and also having it be about not being limited by physical limitations is really neat. Mm-hmm. And then also in the card, they have a cup of tea. There's Aww. a little Saturn. Like there's so many cute little things in addition to that and i just really love the idea of this like kind of ability to keep moving and be like sort of an emotionally stable and secure person and like have sort of the ability to have a lot of action related yeah, to that i really like that card too yeah Yay. cool so our deck for next week will be happy tarot yeah yeah Happy tarot. I'm excited to look through it again since I sent it to you before even opening it. I know. <laughs> You're just like, hey, you want this? I was like, sure. I'll, I'm not going to deny anything. I never <laughs> I deny any anything. any tarot deck you want to send me. I know, exactly. I'm telling you, people, I give away decks like crazy. She does. So if you suggest it, She I didn't even get on the plane. It. She was like, hey, do you want this? I'll send it to you when I get home. So. Yeah, I, I hadn't even left <laughs> London when I offered to send it to you. Exactly. But you'll get what? the whole story next week when you listen to yeah, our show. Exactly. All right. So that's our show. Uh-oh. Dropping stuff. That's our show. Thank you for listening. If you like us. Oh, my God. Everything is falling apart. <laughs> I just knocked over six tarot decks. 
<laughs> and doing it here like, why aren't you looking at me? <laughs> Finish, mom. Okay, everything is fine. And that was our show. <laughs> everything is fine. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you liked us, please uh, tell some friends about us, which is to me the most important thing. Yes. I'm sure that like Apple reviews and stuff matter because people always say that they do. But I know that our growth is 100% because of world word of mouth. Yes. Oh, definitely. And like we love seeing people recommend us and tagging us and stuff. Like it is means so much to us better than any sort of paycheck. So please yeah, keep doing it. Not, which non-existent. is non-existent. Yeah, but every yeah. single time someone even in like a random way will tag us on Instagram or whatever, or suggest us when somebody's looking for tarot content, my whole day gets made. Yes. So just tell friends about us. If you want to, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. But I think the most important thing is telling your friends about us. Yeah. And if you have a tarot question or life question to be helped through tarot, email us at wildlytarotpodcast at gmail.com or message us on our Instagram at wildlytarotpodcast. You can also follow us on Instagram for pictures of the deck we're using or join our Facebook community by searching Wildly Tarot Podcast on Facebook. And remember, we also have our trade-off. So if you're wanting to join that, join our Facebook group. Yeah. You can follow each of us on Instagram. I am at Celestial Esther and Holly is at Holly Enchanted. All right. Go forth and tarot wildly, you guys. Woo-woo. We love you. Yay. Have a great day. Bye.